to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. On Thursdays at 6 p.m., Men Focus is where it's an open discussion forum and you know, this is not in the chronological order of any sort, but it's an open discussion forum uh, for talking about a number of subjects and, you know, with ministers and uh, those that want to join in. We want to encourage you to join in and give your opinion or your testimony. Um, you know, we had a good discussion on last Thursday at 6 p.m. to kick off our, our second um I want to say season because we took a break in between and it was about church boot dating in the church and so we want to encourage you to join in with us as we go into other discussions on tuesdays tuesdays before thursday tuesday bible study at 7 p.m and on saturdays at 11 30 p.m you can find us on kkla.com or 99.5 FM on your radio dial. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. I trust and my prayer is that you feel the same. And so, uh, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your goodness and grace, Lord, for your kindness, for how you have kept us throughout the day, throughout the week, Lord God, throughout the months. And here we are on this 22nd day of May, experiencing your grace, your mercy that you have given to us, a reasonable portion of health. Lord God, you have blessed us to uh, to have a, a, a mind to call upon you, Lord God, and we just thank you, Lord, for what you have done. We thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing in our lives. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are dealing with situations right now. Lord, you know the unspoken requests that have been made. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would strengthen the hearts of your people, Lord God. Bless those that have made these uh, prayer requests, oh Lord God, you know their names. Lord God, there's nothing that is hid from you, Lord Jesus. And so we pray and ask that you would bless and healing where healing is needed. Lord God, save, Lord. Lord, deliver, Lord. Comfort the hearts of your people, Lord. Lord God, we need you, Lord. We need you right now, Savior. Lord God, and so we pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we just gathered together, Lord God, today to say thank you. We've gathered together, Lord God, to hear what you have to say. Lord God, we've gathered together, Lord God, to praise your name and to worship you for who you are. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would bless the people, Lord God, Lord God, bless those that are present. Bless those that are uh, listening online. Lord God, bless those that will be listening later. Lord God, we'll give you praise and glory. Lord, we ask that you remember the souls that are being reached out to. 
Lord God, as we go forth, as we pound the pavement, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we'll be careful to give you praise and glory, Lord God, to, to lift you up, Lord, Lord, that you be magnified above any and everything. We'll continue to bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. At this time, we'll have our opening scripture from Brother Don. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him, to him who alone doeth great works, for his mercy endureth forever. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all, all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the, the reading and the hearers of the word. Amen. Certainly we thank and praise God again for his goodness. This is today that the Lord has made. That's not a cliche. That is the word of God. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. You know, um, whatever you're dealing with right now, whatever you might be going through, I want to encourage you to put your dependency on the Lord. Go to the doctor. Uh, the Bible said if you if you sit, go to you need a physician. Go to the doctor, but don't go without prayer. Uh, if you need to go and get counseling. Uh, for whatever situation it is, family, marriage, whatever it is, you need to go and get counseling. Don't go without prayer. You need the Lord to go before you and to assist, you know, uh, those that are are going to be instrumental in your life, whatever it is. And, you know, as I said, we were talking about relationships uh, with um, with the, on Thursday and the, the men focus group. And, uh, you know, if you're looking in for a relationship, go to God in prayer and wh whatever individual that you're thinking about, go to their pastor and talk to their pastor. Do everything decently in order is the, the way that we should respond uh, moving forward from this one moment, moving forward. And I say that from this moment because you may not have heard that before. And so for those that are acquainted with it, then there is an expectation that you follow in obedience to what has been said. Uh, on yesterday, we were in, over in Moreno Valley uh, at the Apostolic Alliance Association and Leadership Conference, and thank God for Bishop McGuire and the, the host of ministers and pastors that, uh, that was able to see and have fellowship again. Uh, you know, with and just had a good time uh, for a few hours listening to uh, the concerns that people have. Yes, even in the church, you will have concerns. You're humans. We are all human. And so there are things and questions that we have uh, that need to be addressed. The Bible tells us to be ready to give an answer. And so that means that there are questions and no one is without question. 
and so you know we just we just had a good fellowship and thank god if you're in the um, pomona area or nearby i want to encourage you to stop stop in and have fellowship with us i want to encourage you to to join in if you're looking for a church home then we have room for you you're looking for growth ministry you know you're looking for the word of god the unadulterated truth uh, no fluff no preservatives no added ingredients but the word of God, and this is the place for you. Listen, we're going to, uh, there's a song that's, that just calls on the name of Jesus, and we're going to go into the word of God, this prophetic word that the Lord has sent. And, um, you know, we've, we've traveled through the book of Revelation. We're down to really the 22nd chapter of that, of this book. But I, I believe that that you ought to spend some time just enjoying that 22nd chapter in your personal devotion, your personal devotion. Read what God has planned for you. We've talked about the tribulation period. We've talked about being saved prior to the tribulation, those that will be saved during the tribulation period. But that doesn't include the Gentiles. That is the nation of uh, God's promise to Israel. And so we've covered um, uh, many things, but at the same time, we covered very little things uh, because it was not an exhaustive study, but it was enough to warn you not to be left behind. It was enough to warn you what Daniel saw, uh, as what he saw. John was, was reiterating many of the things in detail of what Daniel had already seen, what Ezekiel had seen, and uh, certainly what God had had uh, proclaimed or Enoch had proclaimed from the very beginning because he walked with God and uh, he was not because God took him. Here we are, um, you know, watching Bible prophecy, watching the word of God come to pass uh, in our lifetime, things that we've never seen, didn't anticipate seeing, that is occurring. And so that ought to shake you up. That ought to stir your mind up. That, man, I really need to, you know, I was, I really need to get things together in my life, you know, and I need to build a, a nurture a relationship with sovereign God. Not false gods, not false teachings, but God, the one that created the heavens and the earth. On Tuesdays, we are now in the book of Genesis. Uh, those first five words we talked about on Tuesday night, those, those, those five impactful words, and that is, uh, in the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. Just those five words. In the beginning, God created. And so we talked about that on Tuesday, and so I want to encourage you to go back and, and listen to, to that um, uh, sermon or teaching, you know, as we begin to go forward uh, through the book of Genesis and seeing what God has for us and connecting the dots. And, and so with that being said, let's, let's join in with Shekinah Glory, and, and we're going to prepare for the word of God. You know, we was listening to uh, to. Uh, great is your mercy, uh, you know, that that has been uh, certainly God's mercy is great for each of us. And let me just put this out there right now. The 
the songs that you hear from time to time are that belong to the artist and it's the property of, of them or and or their producers you know and by no means do we have rights and so we're not selling that stuff you don't sell what does not belong to you you enjoy it you know and just like our podcast is downloadable there's no charge for that because we're pushing to get the word out we're pushing to impressing to uh, in this ministry to um, make sure that you have a good understanding and, and that you understand the liberty that you have in God. And, and so uh, that is our plan. That is our that is what we have been doing. And that is what we're going to continue to do is that God be magnified, that he be glorified above everything, above every person, above situations, circumstances, whatever may rise up.
stop calling on that name. That should be a, a name that's embedded, that's written upon the table of your heart throughout the day. And my prayer for the rest of your life, the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us over in Joel, it says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever, this is Joel 2 and 32, it says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. That's why it's so important to have the name of the Lord. That's the, the name of the Lord provides deliverance. Let, let me say this right now, and that is, don't be attached to things. We're attached to things so much that if we should, uh, if something goes wrong with that thing, then we, we have an issue. We're too attached to it. It's an inconvenience to have a car accident, you know, and or someone steal your vehicle, or it's an inconvenience. It, 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 it termites or you know things occur with what you have, you know, and you know anything that impacts you as a person financially. It's an inconvenience. Yes, it is. No one likes that, but it should not stop you from giving God glory. It should not stop you from giving Him praise. It should not prevent you from calling upon his name because remember the name of Jesus, there is deliverance. There's deliverance in his name. And so we needed his name and he gave us his name. All right, we're going to go on into the word of God this morning. And, uh, you know, again, um, uh, there are so many thoughts that, that I'm entertaining right now uh, that, that, focuses on the church, focuses on our behavior, focus on what we're doing and what we need to do, what we need to do. And so I, I solicit your prayers. Pray for me as, as I am certainly praying for you too. You know, pray for me. I need your prayers. You know, I don't know any pastor, any minister, uh, anyone that is, uh, and, and brothers and sisters, you know, uh, in the, the church of God, pray for one another. It's not about praying for yourself. You know, me, 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 my, 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 I, I, I. Let's not be selfish with our prayers, but let's pray for others. As a matter of fact, uh, right now, while I'm thinking about it, while you're thinking about it, write down who you need to pray for. Call them up after this service and pray for them. Who do? Who is it that you can call that you know have a need? Don't hold a conversation with them. Let them know, look, I'm calling, see how you're doing. I'm calling to offer up a word of prayer uh, for you, you know, so we can touch and agree that the Lord will uh, correct, that his will is done in your life as well. And, and so you ought to write that person's name right now you know, uh, pencil it in, write, text it in, whatever you're doing, because, you know, so many of you are on your phone, uh, even doing service. And so you have that device open. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I know for myself, you know, 
And so um, this is, I told you, there's no fluff here. We, we ain't pretending that, you know, we're, we're going to get things in order too as, as we go on. However, put that person name right there so you'll remember it for after the message. Now, during the message, you're not calling offering prayer during the message, but after the message, you're going to reach out to them and you're going to pray for them. You know, somebody's standing by, waiting for you to make that call. They don't even know that, 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 that that's what they're waiting for, but they're standing by, waiting to hear from heaven. And you're that response. You're, you're the response that God is sending. I want to direct your attention to the book of Genesis, the 18th chapter. Beginning at the, the 10th verse is Genesis, the 18th chapter, uh, beginning at the 10th verse. I'm also going to read from Daniel, the second chapter, and from Joel, the second chapter. And, um, you know, I want to talk to you about resetting, about the reset. You know, sometimes your watch you need to reset your watch. I have two watches with me that I've been dragging along for over a month now saying I'm going to get them, get it reset. And I didn't think about that till right now because I just put them in the car and just left them and just didn't think about the fact that they, you know, but they need to be reset. And I didn't think about that till right now. You need to be reset. There are things that happen that occur in our lives that sometimes we don't think about. We, we may even feel that God has forgotten about us and it requires a reset. And so God is the only one that can actually do a reset in your life. You know, they, they had shows on TV, makeover, you know, they, they went to the extreme with it. They, I think they start out making over your car then they went to making over vehicles and which became really ridiculous, you know, cause you took your car in thinking it was gonna make it brand new and you got it back, you know, it looked like a pimp, what is it? Pimp my ride, pimp my ride, you know, and that's just what it looked like, your ride got pimped and some rides got pinched, some ride, anyway. Um, you know, and, and so, but with God, what he does is not going to be startling. You know, there are some things that they did on those shows that were startling and people did not appreciate what was done. But you can appreciate and will appreciate what God does. The Bible tells us in Genesis, Lord, to you be the glory. Genesis, the 18th chapter, beginning at the 10th verse. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old. They had aged. They had arrived uh, to a certain point, the Bible said, and was well stricken in age. And ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So she had arrived to a point where the expectation of her having children would not 
naturally happen. It wouldn't happen because of her age and because of the condition of her body. Some of you may feel right now that uh, there are conditions that you have um, that are occurring in your life, maybe not physical, uh, but there are conditions and situations that have come. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That you don't feel you can overcome. And I believe that uh, some of us, you know, I'm, I'm a very transparent uh, minister, uh, have felt that way. Mm -hmm. That you could not overcome that. And so you went on with your life with that acceptance. You know, there's a thing of, of Lord, uh, uh, give me the, I'm, I may be saying it wrong, but I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Uh, give me the, the strength to change the things that I can and something about accepting the things that I cannot change, you know. And, and so some of us had, had arrived into that place where, where we then start to make those declarations. We start to use those particular cliches, but that's not what God is saying here. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself when she heard what was being prophesied. When she heard what was being said of the Lord, she laughed, she giggled, she thought about it. And her um, response made her chuckle. Hmm. Maybe you've heard something said and you know, you chuckled. Hmm. You know, you did the same thing. Saying, I, I, after I'm waxed old, here I am, I've gone through some things in life. They've been impactful. I'm dealing with some things right now, and it just don't seem that those or those words are going to fit where I am in this moment because I've already passed that particular place. Shall I have pleasure with my Lord being old also? My, my, my husband is old. Uh, really? Am, am, or am I, are, what, what's going on here? And the Lord said unto Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, shall I of a surety bear a child when I'm old? The Lord heard her. Heard her freaking out. Heard her tripping in that moment. It's just like he hear us when we're tripping, when we're having a moment, because there are times that we have moments and we wonder and we question. The Lord's reply to it was, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for God? Now, sometimes we don't want it. We struggle with the acceptance of that. Is there anything too hard for God? Some of you may have plans and desires in your heart. And right now, what you see don't measure up to you meeting that particular goal. But I want to present that question to you as the Lord presented it to, to Abraham. Is there anything too hard for God? Is there?
Now, we, we say no. I've said no. But when it came down or when it comes down to that thing, do we press with that same mindset that there's Lord, there's nothing too hard for you? Or do we say no, but then we exclude ourselves from the equation? The Lord goes on to say, at the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son at the appointed time. At the appointed time. Many, uh, we often look for the appointment to be scheduled upon our time set, our time frame. I've marked it on my calendar and I'm looking for it to occur and that's fine. Go ahead and mark it on your calendar. But God has his own agenda as well. And he marks it at the appointed time. So God has an appointed time. And he says, it's not based off of um, uh, your, your, your iPad, your, your iPhone watch, and it's not based off your Android or anything like that, or, or any other type of watch, your Movada and any other one that you might be sporting, you know, uh, your uh, Casio, you know, any of those things. But according to God's appointed time, now, I was speaking to, to, uh, to uh, we were having a conversation about a week ago about some goals that we have for, uh, for ministry, you know, to push and to press forward. And I've mentioned it to, to another pastor, you know, to push that and press forward, you know, and, uh, the, and the time frame in which we're looking at. And we're praying, I'm praying that God meets us at that appointed time. You know, and of course, we wanted to be everything to be done decently in order and according to his will. And there are things that God said yes to. I'll meet you at that time. And there are others where he says at my appointed time. At the appointed time, I will return unto thee. At the appointed time. Now, listen, this is a prophetic word. What you're listening to right now is a prophetic word. Okay. I will return unto thee according to the time of life and share shall have a son. I'm going to return back the time. It's not, I'm not going to, now he's not going to pass out a blue pill. He didn't give her a yellow pill. He didn't give her any other. He said, I'm going to turn back the hand of time according to life. And Sarah is going to have a son. What Sarah, what is going to happen with Sarah is going to impact you, husband, wives, wives, husband, understand uh, that what impacts one will impact the other. Sarah was not going to just have a baby by herself. She was not marry a virgin. Uh, no, that was going to, she had long passed that, in that area of virginity and they had all, they had already uh, tried having children before. Okay. 
And so the Lord is going to bless Abraham and he's going to bless Sarah. Now, Daniel, the second chapter, beginning uh, the second chapter, the 21st verse, says, and he changes the times. This is Daniel. He changes the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He, see, he giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Joel 2, 25 and 27 said, I will restore unto thee the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And ye shall, have, shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously. The Lord is going to deal wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed. We, we ought to give God a, a never be ashamed praise right now. Yeah, you ought to give him a never be ashamed shout and hallelujah and, and, the, and the, 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 the waving of your hands are just just rejoicing in the fact that God said that you will never be ashamed. Someone else may want to shame you, but that's not God's plan. That's not God's interest. His interest is that you will never be ashamed. That's a prophetic word that you can bank on, that you can hold on to. Now, Genesis the Lord is speaking to Abraham, you know, this, uh, that he is going to return unto them according to the time of life. I'm going to take you back to that place where you would have blossomed physically, your, your stamina. I'm going to give you the stamina, man, that you need, uh, and I'm going to touch her in such a way uh, that you're going to produce and she shall have a son. It doesn't matter about what has occurred in that, in, from that moment up to now. Now, everything that has happened has been of a natural uh, instance. They, you've aged and we're all aging. We're all going someplace. But I'm going to do something that is going, that will defy gravity. I'm going to do something that uh, uh, that that supersedes walking on water. I'm going to do something that supersedes flying through the air without wings. I'm going to turn back the hands of time. And, and so uh, I'm going to, because there was a, a time that Abraham, Abraham was, was looking and searching uh, for what God will and can do. Like Abraham, he was having a moment. Like you and I, we, we have those moments. And he was feeling a certain way. He wanted to know what the Lord, uh, and if 
he would do anything because he was without a child. Uh, maybe you're entertaining that same question. It may not be a child, but, but you're asking a question, Lord, what will you do? What will you do? I'm waiting on you. I'm serving you. I'm living for you. I am about this life. I'm not about any other life. I, I, my prayer is that you are about this life and that you're not about any other life. God reached out to Abraham and would eventually reach into his loins and draw a nation out of him. The 12th chapter of Genesis says, now the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee. Now remember, he doesn't have any children. He has servants, he had people working for him. He had a, even had a tag -a lag along by the name of Lot, his nephew. And I will make thy name great. Right now you have a good name, but I'm gonna make it great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And many, sometimes we think of a blessing as being, uh, uh, I'm going to have so much and so doing so well that I'm going to be able to, and you are. What little and what you have is shareable with someone else. You don't have to have a monumental amount to share something with someone. You can share a sandwich with them. You can bless them in many ways. And so the Lord tell him that you're going to have a great name and thou shall be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And I will curse him that curse thee. And these shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And this is why sometimes you hear the phrase uh, from other ministers saying blessings of Abraham. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 70 and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarah, his wife. And so his family, the family unit, is now on the move because God called him out. So Abram, now uh, Abraham was called out. Uh, God has called you out. He called you from where you were. He called you out of your people, your peeps, whatever you want to refer to them as. He's called you out from your social uh, arena, uh, who you were kicking it with and what you were doing, just like he did Abraham. He called Abraham out of his, uh, his countrymen. He called him out from where he was and the culture that he was engaged in. And so God has called us out. Uh, from the culture that we were engaged in. You were going about your business, doing whatever you was doing, and the goodness of God called you out. His repentance was calling you. His repentance sent you his spiritual text message that, that ran across your mind repeatedly. It, it kept chirping, ching, you know, or whatever, bird chirp, whatever you have that is that alerts you to that message. Uh, something kept alerting you to the message of God. It, it kept 
pulling. It kept leading and eventually led you and eventually is going to lead others to repentance. I need you to understand that there is the calling. God has pronounced a blessing in that calling. And whether it happens immediately or it happens uh, over time, God's time is going to happen. Now, we look for God to do things immediately. And he does things according to his own will. Now, sometimes we don't meet the conditions of what God has called us into. And so it is a process that we're being made. We're being made. I was not always where I am today. No one was always where they are in this moment. It was a process. It's something that God worked with us on. God has to wing out, get us out of the shenanigans that we're used to care and what you used to doing. God has to work with us. And so uh, we used to sing a song growing in, in church that, uh, God, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. But when he's done, I'll come forth as pure gold. Now, that's not something that we've seen for the next 30 years. Uh, that was just something that was at that moment as a newborn that was implanted that to be patient and don't rush. Now, I, I love what what someone told this young man, uh, Overseer Irvin had told this young man that salvation is not a is not a sprint. Sometimes we get into uh, we get come to church and we're looking to sprint our zeal, our enthusiasm, you know, you know, that newness. You got the newness of, of things and you want to just take off, you know. However, it is not a sprint. This is a marathon. He that endures unto the end. It's a marathon. And you ever notice that in the marathon, they're, they're running. They wearing clothes, they shed off things. You can't run, you know, um, in the jeans that you have on. You can't run in, in the shoes that you're wearing. You have to uh, put on different clothing to run. Uh, clothing that is very, that is made for running is very light. You have to find the right tennis shoe that is made for running. People that are professional runners are wearing shoes that cost more than what you think about spending on a pair of shoes. The shoes are pretty much weightless and they support the arch of their feet so they're not flat-footed. So, you know, it, it requires something. And in order to run this marathon, it requires something. Uh, the word of God says, lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset you. There's some things that we have to do. And so there is some pulling off. What am I pulling off? I'm, I'm, I'm shedding sin. Uh, what am I, I'm pulling, I didn't know that was a sin. Well, now I found out that is a sin and it's offensive to God. I have to pull it off. I have to shake it off. I have to lay it down. And then there are some things that are weights. Weights and sins uh, will both slow you down. And so there are some habits. There are some things that I've learned 
uh, some things that have been ingested into my spirit where I was told those things are okay. It's all right to do them as long as you have a good heart, as long as you have the, no, if it's a weight. Now, some people that we hang with or have hung with are weights. When you start to focus in on your lifestyle and what you are trying to accomplish, there are people that you will instantly begin to let go because you know that you cannot hang with them and accomplish the goal that you have. You're about studying and accomplishing your degree and they want to party all the time. Uh, you're about to come. They want to kick back and chill. I like what one sister said uh, to a gentleman. She was going to school, working on her bachelor of science degree, you know, and she had a boyfriend and and uh, this boyfriend was was just chilling. And, you know, she had at her home, chilling at her home. I don't know if he had his own place, but but that's a conversation for another time. But he said to her, uh, when are you going to take a break from school so we could spend time? And she said, I'm not, and you're not going to be here. And that was it. She stayed focused on the goal, which launched her into other areas and avenues that superseded where she was at that moment. Ladies, get that. Gentlemen, embrace it that you're going to shed some things and let some people, that would have been a weight in her natural goal. What about the weights in your spiritual goal? You've got to lay aside every sin and every weight that would so easily cause you to get off track. Well, we look for God to do things. In the process of time, Abraham and Sarah took matters into their own hands. They took matters into their own hands. And you need to get this. You need to understand this. They took the matter. Well, God didn't move. He's not moving fast enough for me. And so I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And this ushered in a 14-year space of silence before the promise was obtained. But there are some things that we've done in our lives that caused a delay. It didn't cause a denial, but it delayed the process. I, I wanna encourage you today not to do anything that would delay the process of what God has for you because he has for you. He has something for you. Therefore, don't you get in the way of the process. Sarah took matters into her own hands and Abraham agreed. I think each of us can relate to that space of time, that our actions, things that we may have said that had an impact, things that we may have done that had some sort of impact, uh, gave a space of silence Whereas we would have accomplished the goals that we had set forth to do had we not derailed them ourselves. A few hiccups, Abraham, and uh, after those few hiccups, he got back on track and we, but we see that Ishmael, the birth of Ishmael, uh, in that process, when 
Abraham went into Hagar. Sarah said, well, you know, I'm not conceiving. You know, we, we've, we've tried this. It, it don't seem to be working. And in her frustration, uh, she told him to go into Hagar. Let's go to, let's try this a different way. Look, oh, thank you, Lord. I feel like running. I, I, I want to do a lap around the church, but you know, that, that's going to take a moment. To, <laughs> but listen, Sarah, in her frustration, told him to go into her servant, Hagar. Now, you don't need to think for God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You do not need to think for God. He's got this. But when we start thinking for him, when we start saying, well, this is maybe what God meant, you're going to derail what God's plans are. And so there was a few hiccups that they had to overcome. But when, by the time they got Ishmael was born, and he was born out of the permissive will of God, the permissive will. Now, now Abraham is in line with God's divine will. When you line up, and this is where you want to be, church. You want to line up with God's divine will. Now, the Lord has already spoken and said, I'm going to do what? I'm going to reset. I'm going to reset the time for you. I'm going to turn back the hands of time. I'm going to take you back to a place where you're going to prosper uh, going forward. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, mighty God. I am going to take you back to a place. And you're going to have to hold on because I need to run this out. Mighty God. I'm going to take you back to a place where when it would have gave birth and brought forth the thing that you were desiring it's going to, um, in other words, the, the impregnation that you were looking is going to occur. Therefore, the goal that you were looking for is going to come to pass. When you line up with his divine will, oh, bless your Lord. Now, some of you, uh, you you might want to stay in as permissive, but but cornerstone, you get what I'm saying? His divine will is what you want. You want to be in the divine because in the divine is where God reaches through time. The divine is where God reaches backwards, forwards, horizontal, vertically. God reaches into the elements that you do not comprehend because it is not permitted for you to look at until that exposure. Hmm. Pastor, where did you get that from? Paul said that I knew a man and about 14 years ago 
And this man was caught up into the heavenly heavens. He was caught up into the third heaven. And he saw things that was not even permissible to talk about. There are things that are not permissible to talk about until God says, talk about it. John said that if we talked and told you everything that Jesus did in the three years that he was here, the world would not be able to handle it. And so I'm not looking to understand everything that he did when he was here. He gave me enough already. That's just blowing my mind. Pow! Just blowing my mind already. His divine will. When God speaks a word and says, Sarah, that take Sarah's name, I'll put your name there. That take Abraham's name, I'll put Abraham, put Abraham uh, whoever name, if you, you partnered up with you, you married female, male, put their name there because it's going to impact their entire house. Uh, take uh, your, put your children name there. Uh, because that's what Job did. Job said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to offer a sacrifice for my children in case they have offended God. I'm going to stand and proxy for them. So stand and proxy for your child right now. That when God says, I am going to turn back the hands of time. Bless you, Lord Jesus. It's going to impact the entire house that has lined up with the divine will of God. You, you need to tell your you, you need to tell your loved ones, baby, we're gonna line up with the divine will of God. You know, we, we've been walking in the permissive will, but let's get in the divine will of God. You ought to tell that 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 mm -hmm, his divine will. Daniel says, and I, I'm 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 closing, I'm gonna have to stop because time has already been spent. But listen, Daniel said that uh provides us with this assurance that God changes the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and he setteth up kings. He, he removes one authority and he sets up another authority. And he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that understand. He changes the time. Who? God changes the time. Well, someone didn't, they didn't anticipate the time being changed, but I'm telling you, anticipate, look forward, the time being changed. God sets the time. And he changes the seasons. And he removes the kings. He sets someone up. You may go to an interview. God has already dealt with that person about you coming through the door. And when you walk through the door, they see something about you. They don't know how to describe it unless they say, but they see the spirit of God resting up on you and may not know or understand it completely. But what they do know and understand is that you have favor with them at that moment. He changes the seasons. He removes the kings. He sets them up. All your preparation that you made to walk into that. Well, I walked into one and, 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 and I was fully prepared and they didn't listen. Well, that, that was not the one, you know, just like Hagar was not the one. OK. He provides wisdom, knowledge and understanding. Now, God is in charge of the time. The 
environment and the people that you need to meet. He's in charge of all of that. Get that into your spirit. God, you're in charge of the time. You're in charge of the environment. You're in charge of the people that I need to meet. And so my trust and my dependency is on you and your precision and your preciseness because you're very precise. You're very articulate and you know exactly what needs to be done at that moment. So my dependency, my faith and my trust is in your word. So when God says he is, when he says he will, it is an absolute statement that it will be done. Do not get in the way and derail the process. Hmm. Don't settle. Because see, when, when Sarah told Abraham, go into Hagar, she was in a state of settling at that moment. She, she didn't want thinking about the fact that, that she had the attention of the, uh, of the creator. She was in herself. When we get in ourselves, we forget that he's sovereign. When we get in ourselves. And so you have to fight because the flesh wars against the spirit. Galatians uh, 5 and 17 said, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another so that they cannot do the things that they would do. But if ye be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. So if I'm led of the spirit and, and I'm not subjecting myself to the law, then that means that nature can de be defied. I'm not subject to the laws of nature. I'm subject to the laws of God. I'm not subject to what men say. Oh, I know to do what's right. I know to follow the laws of the land. I know all of that. But I'm not subject to the laws of nature because God has said what he. Mm, my dependency is upon what God has said at this moment. And according to what he has said regarding my situation. Sarah insecurity and Abraham's anxiousness, his restlessness influenced the situation. And so Ishmael was born 14 years before the promise seed. Now, once the insecurities and anxiousness dried up, you hear what I said? It dried up. They were now in a position where there was nothing they could do. There was nothing that they could try because they were had waxed, had arrived in a in a condition that only God could be glorified. Sometimes the condition is set so that only God can receive the glory. Mighty God, I'm going to stop right there. I, I think you get it. I think you understand it. The Lord told Joel, I'm, I'm going to restore to you the years. I'm going to restore the years. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think in this moment that was lost. Whatever you feel that, you know, well, it's too late. You know, we get into that too late mode. It's too late. It's not going to happen. It's too late. I, I want you to know that, that no, that that's not, that's not the message for today. It is not too late. It's not too late. May 20. To 2022 AD, it is not too late.
That's not what God is saying. He said, I'll restore the years. You just be in the right place. You be reposition yourself in this moment. I want you to think where you are right now. Maybe you've acted with insecurities. Maybe you've been anxious, restless, you know, and you and that causes us in our, our finite being, we begin to act out in so many ways. We begin to say things, we begin to doubt, we begin to take alternate routes like Sarah did and Abraham. But today, we're back on track. We're, we're, the derailment has been corrected. Here we are. We're at a new beginning. God said, I'll turn back the hands of time. I'll do a reset. I'll get things started for you. That's good news. That's good news. And so with that being said, if you have not realized that until this moment, I want you to embrace the word that have been exhorted. This, this word, you know, so many looking for a prop. This is a prophetic word. Yes, it is. Of what God is doing and what he is and what he has said. It's not a general statement. This is a direct message of what God is saying. Bless you, Lord Jesus. If you can, wherever you are, resting on your feet, even if you're at home at the table listening, don't stand up right now. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you're driving, I know you can't do it, but you, you know, keep your hands on those wheels. If you're at work, maybe you can't, but but you know, you can close your door. Just take a moment. Just listen. But Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your goodness and grace. Lord, for letting us know to stay the course. Letting us know that you have plans that will reset the situations that that have occurred and Lord God and to erase the doubt and thoughts that have been in the mind of, of so many. Where do we go from here? What do we do? And is it too late? And you know, but but you said you will reset the time. You'll bring things back to its to a beginning place where it can happen and it will happen. Sometimes we've doubted. We've said within our hearts, well, maybe it's not for me. You know, it's for uh, someone else. You, you've thought of names of people that you have uh, thought maybe it was for that other sister, or that other brother, or that other minister or pastor or, or whomever, but but not for me. But God is saying, no, this is for you. This is for you. And so we're not going to doubt your word. We're not going to exclude ourselves from this equation, but we are in it. We're in it because you have spoken it to us. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would bless us to stay focused, Lord God. And as we, as the instructions have been given for uh, for them to, uh, for each individual to reach out to someone and to pray for them. Lord God, at the end of this service, I ask that you would send your anointing, send your word, Lord God, to that person that they're praying for, that they're going to minister to in the name of Jesus. 
Lord God, we thank you, Lord. And we bless you, Lord God, for who you are, Lord God, and for being mindful of us. We just thank you, Lord. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless those that are on their way to this place, Lord God, to be part of this ministry, Lord God, and those that are going to be baptized in, in the name of Jesus for remission of sin, Lord God, those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, ask that you would fill them with your spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name. We'll continue to give you praise and glory. Amen. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. And certainly we are giving God glory. I don't want to encourage you to join with us. Um, make your way here on the weekend to be with us on Sunday, praise and worship at 9 a.m. Uh, listen in to the other uh, podcast as well as the radio station at 11.30 p.m. on Saturdays. Those of you that are at work, if you, 11.30 p.m., as I told one brother yesterday, I said, listen, man, if I, if you holding hands with your wife and I call, don't, don't let go of her hand, you know, call me back later. If you, whatever's going on, you know, because family time is important time, you know, so uh, 11.30 p.m., if you are at work, or you can always tune in to kkla.com and find inside the pages with Pastor Carl Anderson. Uh, but, you know, I want to encourage you to, to stay close to one another, be prayerful with each other, you know, and abide in God's divine will. God bless you. And, and certainly you can always, if you comment in questions, I uh, want you to, to know that those questions will be answered. If you email us, if you go to the website and click the uh, contact page. I will respond back personally to what is being asked. Uh, we had questions from our, our Thursday broadcast. I uh, was able to go in and answer those questions for the uh, for those that, that came across. So I just want to encourage you, and it's important to ask questions. I, I love being asked questions so that, so that, and it doesn't mean I know everything. I just like being asked questions so that we can find out what God has to say. I learned from that too. And so I love the Lord. Love you. Thank you for joining in. I'm, I'm looking at uh, so many that have joined into the broadcast to hear the word of God, to hear this, this great word from the Lord. And I, I, I am touched by God. You know, I'm, I don't mean when I say touched, I don't mean I'm anointed and all of that. No, I'm saying that God's word convicts my heart and it makes me melt like butter in a hot skillet too. It causes me to, to kneel and to humble myself. I'm not above that. And I don't think any minister, any pastor should be above that in any place. We all should be subject to the word of God. And so as, again, continue to pray for me as I am praying for you in Jesus name. God bless you. Call somebody, pray for them. Call somebody, pray for them. Call someone and pray for them.